volume is the thing. Yeah, da 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 da. We're more likely to believe an important local businessman than a foul-mouthed jerk from out of town. Foul-mouthed? Fuck you, man. Astronauts. This you? <laughs> See what I did there? Uh, yeah. You are now rocking with the worst. This is the worst case scenario, and as usual, I am your host, Valio Iglesias, MC Onion, the Rap Scallion, Punani DeFranco, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie. Uh, with me, as always, the man I cannot do without, Adam Strange, a.k.a. Tooth Willis, Forrest Gums, the Vice Count, Dirty Ooh. Finger. Um, I guess we're starting on motherfuckers being mad about student loan yeah. relief, yeah. Um, which is weird. And, you know, the whole this you thing, I really like that, that, yeah. you know, lefties are getting nicer with the clapbacks and that's cool no the, the whole idea that all these republicans were outraged like oh these government handouts what are the farmers gonna think i'm like well they're gonna be busy counting their farm subsidies that we give them for fucking free well, what are the workers gonna think well they're gonna think that they don't have to pay the government 30 grand for their kid to go to school it's not when ted cruz is like all oh, these slacker baristas it's like they're not the ones that are dealing with the loans most of the time it is their parents mm -hmm. even though people get that dude when this thing first came out I'll, I'll be honest i'll you know put it out there i owe seven grand to the government for mm -hmm. me going to school mm -hmm. and i did not get a job in that field but i owe seven grand i've been paying it mm -hmm. you know and it wasn't seven grand it goes up a lot because they don't tell you how much interest is on that shit mm -hmm. but then um it's gone so when biden does this i'm gonna apply it's gonna erase my debt i was telling one of my friends at work and he was like oh yeah i got like 62 grand worth I'm just like, wait, what? What the fuck did you just say? Yeah. And you you work here, and I've been working. Oh, you make less than me because I've been here longer. Ow, uh -huh. you need to get the uh, you need to get on fucking Indeed right now and get mm -hmm. a fucking job that pays you because <laughs> sixty two thousand is a, is a fucking. Is that, uh, you can get a used Lambo for that probably. I don't and even know. You, you get at least two Hondas too. But it's just also weird that it's you know obviously we know the Republicans are coming to out against it because it's just Joe Biden did it or whatever. And, you know, I'm no fan. Yeah. We don't have to reiterate that. Well, And it's a, it's a handout. And they only like handouts when, when it's for them. For them, yeah. Right. But it's just also where they're like, oh, all these upper middle class people are getting a break when all these working class people are not getting a break. And they keep talking about it as if, like, their it's main a, constituency isn't really rich people. Right. That that already got mad tax breaks. Like their whole bit Ooh. is just getting rich people tax breaks. But the whole, but as it applies to this particular thing, it's not like the the um the debt relief doesn't come from increasing taxes no. on the lower class or anyone, as far as. I can tell. You know what I mean? Well, so, it's, so it's they keep being like, oh, you want coal miners to fucking pay the tax debt for surgeons. And it's like, yeah, there's no tax increase. Well, and, and medical school and let's say fancy lawyer, doctor, mm -hmm. financial, Wall Street school, for the most mm -hmm. part, it costs more than 30 grand. Like right. this 30 grand worth of debt wouldn't even shave off your medical debt. Right. Like my friend with 62 has a bachelor in some kind of, I don't even, I didn't ask him, but it's, it, it's not medical school and it ain't lawyer school. Like right. that's, that's, you know, a couple hundred thousand a year in debt or right. more, you know, but, and, and like I said, 30,000 and most people are only getting 10. Like mm -hmm. most people are going to, don't, don't have both. Yeah. Like 20, you didn't get a Pell Grant. 20 on one and it's 10 on the other. 20 for Pell Grants, 10 for everyone else. Now, and why the Republicans are mad, it's not about the tax money spent because some money will go tax money will go to pay let's say private corporations that gave out some of the loans mm -hmm. that were contracted by the government mm -hmm. they'll get their loan paid back and that will be with taxes but they won't get all that juicy sweet interest that would have come from not paying it back and the government right now has this thing where they're like oh you can't afford your um your 
your payments, here, we got this thing. It's called income-driven relief. And mm -hmm. so since you only make this much a month, we'll make your payment this tiny little bit a month so that your interest fucking grows. And people don't realize when they're like, right. oh, we'll give you a small monthly. And yeah, you're going to pay that until you're dead. You're always going to pay that. You're not going to be able to pay it off in a lifetime right. with the number they put on it. And they, put, they, they describe it as, well, later in life, you'll be making more. And then by then you'll be able to pay back. But the interest grows. And the interest is where these private companies, why they got involved in the first place. They didn't want to make 10%. They wanted to make 75% or 40%. Right, like credit card companies yeah. and shit. Like and the money isn't in the payback. It's yeah. in that you can't pay it back. Yeah. And so right now they're like, well, we're just going to give you this much. And they're like, but wait, that's only 10% return on our investment. And we told our people that we'd be making 70% over a 10-year period. And we've already taken loans on that estimated profit we're going to get in the future right. and we need that and they're like nope and none of those companies are the companies that donate to democratic politicians they're all Absolutely. like private loan companies are the ones that are aiming at republicans being like free market no and i'm really curious if if that's working on anyone because my instinct tells me like logic tells me that it it doesn't work because anyone who sees that is like, no, this is a party that works for the rich and they're always about tax cuts for the rich. So, and those tax cuts for the rich fuck over poor people. But at the same time, uh, this is uh, a constituency that is not really interested in facts. Mm -hmm. So the whole, and also they call themselves populists. Like, yeah, not yeah. just Trump, but uh, what's the name? Bach Fiefen guys. Ted Cruz fucking, mm -hmm. uh, you know, very, very much calls himself a populist and talks about the elites. And he's His he went to is a huge investment banker. They both went to yeah, Yale. He went to Yale. Princeton. Like and so it's like, no, you are the elites and you pretend to be a Texas guy. And I don't care where he was born, what his last name is. It was Canada, we, actually. He was born in Canada. Yeah. Yep. Is his, that facts? Yep. His parents were American citizens who were working in Canada at the time, and he was born in Canada. And he claims, though, that he is a he is an American citizen because his parents were American citizens when they had him. Well, legally, that's true. Technically, it is, but he was born in Canada, and that was that was during that came up a lot during his um presidential run, right before Trump took over all the the spotlighting. But w did they live in Canada? Do you think because of? Uh, his father's status as being the man on the grassy knoll. No. Maybe, I mean, it could have been. You don't think that they moved to Canada because they assassinated the American president? Maybe they had in somebody in Canada they had to assassinate after. I don't know. We don't know who's in It's Ottawa. hard to say. Well, we, well Mick Jagger was yeah. there. And Mick so Keith maybe Richards. maybe it wasn't that he needed to assassinate the prime minister, but the dude who had tag-teamed the prime minister's wife. Yeah. And that's the ultimate slut-shaming. If you hire... Um, assassins to shoot the dude, the rock star that fucked the prime minister's wife. Uh, you know, they, they probably impregnated. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's the ultimate in such a That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, I don't think anyone's well. Anyone is a strong term. I think it's the the same amount of people. If I had to be forced to speculate which i'm not it's my own show but i'll speculate um is anyone believing it yeah this the same 30 percent of people that no trust that just the democrats that's why biden didn't do this like four months I'm, i bet you there was even like there was a room full of graphs mathematicians and smart people and computers somewhere in dc being like how are we going to do this perfect? And like, they got the number low so that when somebody was like, you can't forgive 30,000 in loans, they could be mm -hmm. like, oh, sorry, Miss Taylor Green, but didn't you just get a loan for 200,000 from the government mm -hmm. that was forgiven? Like they made the number small for that reason. They waited till now so that it's just ramped at the midterms. People mm -hmm. are already mad about abortion and they're like, oh, by the way, here's 30 grand in your bank account. You don't got to pay back. Cool. You know, like it, this was a calculated political move and all the people that are going to be against it, they knew the percentage that were like, there's a certain amount of Trumpers out there and just very conservatives in general that are going to be mm. like, this is a government handout and it's just as bad as welfare. And there was, there's no getting around that. You know, like they had to keep the fact that it's like 150. Like I was worried when I first saw they were like, you know, there's going to be an income cap. I was like, uh oh, he's like, I don't have a big income, but it's, yeah, but it's enough that like I can't get a free vasectomy from the government right now because I make too much money for it. All right, is that what we're in the mood for is a 
Is it a free vasectomy? Yeah, I tried. They they told me at the at the um at my whatever my wellness check. I don't know my fucking physical, my mm-hmm. yearly. They were like, hey, you know, we do vasectomies. You want to get your balls fixed? And I was like, hey, I would like to not ever pull out again. That sounds lovely. And then um, and I got a kid. I you know. Right, you already got the one that you technically didn't want until you got it, and you were, like, super stoked about having it now, so. Well, I have two. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. You, uh, and, you know, shout out to the one that's been on the show before. (laughs) That I know about, there's two, but that, um. Oh, you were just out here in these streets. No, that's funny, dude. But that's why I need a vasectomy. Shout out to Zoe. No, thanks for coming on. But you I, were a really cool kid. But so the income cap is one fifty. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fucking money. One hundred fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. If I, I mean, right now in America, fifty grand is pretty well off. Fifty grand a year is a like, year. Is twice. Where? T- Where is fifty grand a year well off? Well, like okay, right here in this place in, in this Asheville, town, in this North town, Carolina, you could have a nice place and eat good. Okay, I disagree, sir. Thirty grand, you can live above the poverty line. Disagree, sir. Okay, I know what I make, and I'm not fucking out in the streets begging, you know. And I ain't making fucking fifty. You're a two-income household. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like with a kid who survives off fucking chocolate ice cream that she hides under her bed. If we both had fifty, shout out, you know, then if we both made fifty grand, we would have a much nicer house and newer cars, probably. You have a nice fucking house. I know, bro. I do. I do. I really you have do. a much nicer house than what we record in right now, and that doesn't. You know, I'm not. I'm not wealth shaming you. Well, and I'm and, not. Uh, and there's a big difference. There's a big difference between you're good, between bro. wealthy and poor. But that's the thing. The middle class right now is a very vast different thing. Like you can make, you know, you can have two, a couple that make thirty grand each, and you can live in a middle class neighborhood, you know, and. Have decent groceries. All right, all right, but you, let's, you'll be let's right be on the real. line, and let's you won't have no real. savings. So and your retirement might be fucked. But like, a hundred and fifty grand a year each. Right. If you have no safety, though, to me, you're lower middle class. This, this, all right. So let's have a healthy yeah, debate here. That's, yeah. I consider you, and I've never actually given this any thought until the moment that we're talking about right now. But I consider you uh, an Eleanor Strange to be. Uh, I don't know if you're upper middle class, but no. you guys are teetering on upper middle class. No. We might appear it because of our neighborhood is slightly Your nice. Crib is dope, but but dude. that's not you know like but this but the savings thing would put us in a in an upper middle class no. bracket. No. Get out of here. No, like, I'm definitely. No, I'd say, oh, that's the thing is middle class is so vast right now because wealthy is huge now. You know, like million. Let's say wealthy starts with millionaires. It really doesn't. Like upper middle class is millionaires now. No, no. Let's say California upper middle class where your house alone is worth over a million. If your house is worth over half a million, you know, you might have a million in assets. Your house is definitely worth that much. No. No. I mean we know you know what we don't need to put that kind of business. That was bullshit on my part. I apologize. No, but I'm Um, saying like But what I will say But millionaires nowadays aren't really the wealthy, you know, like you need to have a hundred millionaires are not middle class, bro. Upper middle class. No. No, not so? no. You think that's wealthy? I mean, wealthy now is like no, in the billions. Not wealthy, but rich. Okay. There's extra categories. Wealthy is your ruler class. Those are the plutocrats. You know what I mean? Uh, which, well, like here. By the way, one of my favorite words. So, built, would Biltmore be rich? You know, like the big houses in Biltmore. Yes, that, absolutely. Because I think like, that's those. Those are rich. They're not uh, wealthy, but like the Biltmore estate, that's plutocrats. That's the thing is, like upper class now is like has to have some power too you know like you know like the, the pelosi's if you shit. are in no danger the zuckerberg you are right but no that's the plutocrat class mm-hmm. that's the that's the wealthy ruling class like so for anybody who's okay, so not familiar with then the, like, bob engels then or whoever runs engels right now you know like yeah, he ain't in that no upper bob class, engels is but he's wealthy. probably bigger house than biltmore you know no he's wealthy yeah. And uh, for anyone listening that is not from the North Carolina area, uh, fuck you. They, they will, no, no like I'm everybody kidding. has regional. Learn. Every no, everyone has regional fucking supermarkets. It's our Star Mart, yo. Yeah, it was our. It's our like Safeway or whatever. You know what I mean? It's not quite as big no. as Safeway, no. but it's our. It's uh, you know down south. There's like a few. Uh, Chains that are unique to the area and Piggly Wiggly, like Piggly Wiggly, but that's Piggly Wiggly is all of the South. You know they're one of the oldest grocery stores 
like of course its name is Piggly Wiggly, bro. They're from like the 1910s. But point being that Ingalls is a store that I think it started in Asheville. Yeah, is one grocery store started in Asheville, but now it's all it's in all of North Carolina, some of South Carolina. I think there might even be yeah. like one or two in Georgia or something. But it's a regional grocery store. So that guy is. Almost, he's got to be wealthy. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, oh yeah. But the we're not family. talking plutocrat. I'm thinking you know there's like mean? five or six of them that are probably. Like he used to use his daughter on the TV commercials like 20 years ago when I first moved here. But that being said. They really should have a reality show. Like like some kind of like the, the, the Real Housewives of Ingalls. Mm. And just get all the ones that are rich and don't have jobs to be like nah, yelling more at like, each other. No, nah, it would be more entertaining if it was, like, the, the real department managers of Ingalls. You know what I mean? Like, because, honestly, you know, we live in, even though I am saying that you are upper middle class and I am definitely lower middle class, like, in the, this would be the comparison I'm making, is, uh, you know, I have... Uh, a convict for a roommate and uh we sit here and worry about whether we're gonna get kicked out like you're a homeowner and your house is fucking dope dude i got i mean that as a compliment yeah. not as like a, an argument um so like that would be the difference and we're like best buddies you know what i mean so like but none of that was by my power or doing let's just let's just make sure that's out there <laughs> like i luckily got to tag along on that beautiful house journey <laughs> Let's make sure that's that's absolutely. Yo, I'm, I'm not complimenting you in any way, nor I am mow. I uh, pointing any fingers at you. I sweep uh, some, <laughs> mow, and no, the fact that you were late today, spiders, to do the show uh, because you had done yard work. I was like, this motherfucker is growing as a human being. No, I fucking hate <laughs> yard work. Yards in general, man. That's like that's got to go. I heard a thing a little while ago talking about like the drought in Europe and the drought in California, and they're just like. Grass is a thing of the past. I'm like, fucking hey, let's get some gravel. Let's get some like raised beds and some chairs and little little, little concrete pads and I, shit. I couldn't disagree with you more. I, I actually, I want a robot mower. If, as if. as a person that um, grew up in northern New Jersey, and uh, I'm not saying there's no lawns. Like, there's a thing that separates the haves from the have-nots. There's lots yeah. of things that yeah, separate yeah. the haves from the have-nots in North Jersey. And lawns v. no lawns yeah. are a huge thing. And uh, I have cousins that are very wealthy. And, uh, you know, they're not plutocrats, yeah. but they're not rich either. They're wealthy. Yeah. And uh, even when we were growing up, they weren't wealthy yet, but they were rich. You know what I mean? And they were, they were like, getting there. And uh, my uncle, who I, I love, my Uncle Paul, uh, he was, like, really all about mowing his lawn because he knew. Like, he didn't come from money, but he had money. And then he knew he was going to be wealthy. He was going from rich to wealthy. And don't fuck around on his lawn. And, uh, you know, we didn't have one. Our backyard was gravel. You know, yeah. and there was strangely a basketball hoop in the backyard, but it was like not flat concrete. Yeah. So you're like, yeah. why is there a basketball? You can't bounce a basketball on I had gravel. One in, I had one in gravel, and my, my grandparents' house had a basketball hoop in gravel. And even like as a kid, I was like, what the fuck yeah. is that for? Yeah, Larry Bird I'm can't like, you dribble. Can, you on can that. practice like, shots, what are you talking about? You know, no, you can shoot, but you can't dribble. No. And if you're not dribbling in basketball, what the fuck's yeah. the point? Uh, anyway, point being that. Um, when I moved down south, got a yard, it took me a long time to understand, like, just mow the lawn every week and just do it. But there is, like, I understand that you don't like it, but for me, there became a certain level of satisfaction to mowing the lawn. It's almost like, uh, you know, on Reddit, there's that subreddit uh, called um, Oddly Satisfying. Yep. Where, you know, you see, like, people doing cup flips or, like, you know, whatever it is. But it's this thing where you're like, oh, I didn't even know, but that kind of scratched an itch for me. And, like, that's what it is. For me, sweeping, vacuuming, uh, shaving my balding head, you know what I mean? Like, uh, and it... It's fully bald no. now, but only my with my agreement of, like, like seeing... Other people that are in the earlier stages of balding, and they're like 
thinking that they're going to grow it over or comb it over or whatever. Yeah. And just watching it, I'm like, dude, just please. Like, it's like, it almost feels like an itch where I need to scratch and be like, dude, shave it the fuck down. Nah, I always want to, and I'm always just like, I got to stand for like 20 minutes to do that. And I'm tired, so I'm going to take a nap instead. And then it just keeps growing, and I always mean to. I would shave my head more if I actually, like, had a routine and a place. Like, if I had a nice place that could do my head and, and beard work a little bit, I would totally go to it. Oh, you mean like a barber? Time. Yeah, totally. Oh, I just don't sh- have one right now, and I don't even know how to go about getting But what one. you need is a black barber shop. Yeah, totally. With a coffee shop in it, so I can get, like, coffee when I'm there. Well, those are two conflicting things, because... No, no, no. Black people are getting into coffee shops. It's a new thing. Black no. coffee it- shops, it's a whole... A whole new sector. We just got one called Grind down there by the river, where it's like a black outreach center and a, a black-owned coffee shop. If anybody but is hasn't there seen a barber it, shop in it? No, 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 no. But they 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 could probably tell me where to get. Because on the west side, when the hipster shit started taking over the west side of mm-hmm. Asheville, uh, there was the PBR barber shop mm-hmm. where like, and it was a. Uh, I mean, I'm using the barber shop kind of uh, in a liberal, casual kind of sense, but like, it was more or less a salon yeah. you know at the end of my block where um it was all women and that's where i'm differentiating here because i feel like barbershop is men barbers mm-hmm. salon is female oh, the one barbers. by the desoto yeah yeah i got my hair done there a couple times bro and they give you like the the scalp massage mm-hmm. with the shampoo and they would hand you a, a pbr and that's what i was called that and that's the thing it's every time i find a place i'm like oh this is great i'm like oh they went out of business son of a bitch <laughs> like that is facts and it's sad, but uh, yeah, that's what you need, especially because you let your shit grow out of control. So, like, let them trim you down, line you up. I'll tell you, there's very few things that feel as good and uh, off Reddit, oddly satisfying uh, as just like getting your beard lined up. Oh man, that feels good. And in, like for like the next week, you're just like, oh, those lines are sharp. Oh, it just feels good. We're getting back to the, the college thing. Oh, yeah. Here's the next argument I saw was how it would be bad for inflation. And the argument is that if people get their loans paid back, mm-hmm. they're going to have all this money to go out and spend on fancy things they don't need, causing prices to go up even more. And I did not see one article say they're going to spend their money on things like fucking groceries and the rent, motherfucker, and paying down their credit cards. Like, mm-hmm. no one said a word. You know, like they're all like, oh, they're going to use it. Because that's the, the big fucked up idea that the only way to fight inflation mm-hmm. is by taking all the money out of the bottom so that nobody can buy anything. And then, therefore, demand drops, supply goes up, and then prices right. go down. And that's fucked up. Like, the whole concept of that is like starving the people that already have nothing. It's not like there's any kind of like if there was a safety cushion, if there was an actual welfare, if there was actual like a dole, if, if people actually had like basic income, then that would make sense. That yeah. would totally everybody would be fine. No one would die from lack of food. But like what they're doing and the whole idea of this is like if we starve everyone, the price of food will go down. You know, like it's pretty fucked up. And that's 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 the way what the Fed's doing right now is making loans yeah. more expensive so that people have less money to spend. No, I agree with you. And but I also I have to say that I agree with you and I need to stipulate this uh fact that I only recently and, and I don't know how accurate my understanding remains, but um that I only recently came to the understanding of what inflation really is is that the people as a whole or the society as a whole um has more money and more demand than there is product for supply right i'm not a real supply side jesus kind of guy but um so from that perspective which i have i only just learned and don't know if it's correct or anything like i could see where relieving debt would not inject cash into the economy but relieve you from the debt you thought you had so the theoretical money that you thought you didn't have you kind of now do have you're 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 more hesitant to spend when you know you owe 100 bucks but you only owe 50 bucks you might go spend two but the the main thing is is my problem is i I just keep spending all the time is there is they're acting like because you got this debt relief it's like you got a check for 20 grand right now right but you didn't it meant for the next 30 years you're not going to be spending 125 a month absolutely that's not 
a bunch of cash getting dumped on the economy. It's more like way. a long-term investment than a cash infusion. Yeah, and and the thing is, is the main part of it is like, it's it's trickle up. You know, it's like mm-hmm. the opposite of trickle down. Right, it's, it's trickle like, up economics. It's, if poor people weren't, and that's the whole point of welfare in the first place, it wasn't like we'll just give poor people money forever. Mm-hmm. It was when people are fucked. If we help them, help them out. get back up. And that's like when people bring up the bootstrap argument, like mm-hmm. I, I never, I never, you don't think about this when they're like, pull you up by your bootstraps. The point of that, what that saying comes from is somebody getting over a fence by pulling mm-hmm. themselves up by their bootstraps. Mm-hmm. That's not a fucking thing. It's a joke. It, it's something that can't happen. It's, it's an actual thing that can't, you can't pick up, pull your fucking shoelaces and pick yourself up. Right. You, and the whole idea that they're like that they use that as like what you're supposed to do is this thing that's not real right and also but none of them ever did that no not at all and then we could get into like rich people and taxes I'm not even gonna fucking right no no, no. and and we don't need to no. um, what I would like to transition to is um, I'm really feeling uh, Trump's fucking real hot boy letter to the DOJ in general, but obviously it's really to Merrick Garland because, and I hate to keep. Oh, the one about turn down the heat. Yeah, oh, yeah that, boy, see, that's, that's, it's funny. That's kind of old now with everything that's been going on. With like, it's, they, I know. They were like, you need to show us the reasons they were there. You need to tell us why. And they were like, okay, here's he why. Keeps telling and them. All the Republicans shut the fuck up when they were like, oh, here's the affidavit. They were like, oh, oh, he actually did. Oh, it's but the Never letter. Mind. The letter is very fat, Tony. And I keep reading news sources that, all right, so just to explain it so that anybody who doesn't know. Uh, and that Trump's, Garland will post your DMs. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. And, like, oh, private letter? Let me put okay, this in the meat. Yeah, right. before we get into the actual meat of it, like, uh, you remember, like, if a couple times in the last few weeks, I've, well, no. Over the last few months, when I thought Merrick Garland wasn't doing shit, I was yeah. like, this dude is the Neville Chamberlain of the DOJ. But, like, the last few weeks, I'm like, yo, he might have just been playing some real some, chess moves. Yeah, like Actual 3D chess. Like, he's, no, it's some of his moves just feel like texts saying, nah, pull up, yeah. pull up, bro. Like, I don't know, but, like, um, they... I keep reading articles about ever since the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago that, um, you know, Trump is issuing really fucking hot statements, whether on True Social or through his fucking um, uh, lawyers or whatever. And they're just he's levying threats to the DOJ and. I keep reading articles where they're like, Trump is a mobster. And I'm like, yeah, but like, if, or he's a gangster. And I'm like, yo, if he's a gangster, he's fucking Fat Tony from, from The Simpsons. Like, not, he's not like Fat Tony no. Salerno, like the real Fat Tony. He's like, he is like, what, what? Uh, that is a wonderful a new car that you got. Uh, a shame it would be that uh, were it to catch on fire. You know what I mean? And just so, and you already know this, but for anybody uh, listening, do you have the direct quote there? Uh, uh, which one? The the letter. No, because I have it. Yeah, the, so I know turn the heat. There, it's, he says, uh, you know, in in a letter to the DOJ, it's DOJ. He says uh, the heat is building, the pressure is building. Uh, whatever I can do to turn down the heat, to turn down the pressure, just let me know. And it it is so very much that like, oh, that's a nice uh, bakery you have there. Uh, a shame it would be were to someone burn it to the ground. And like, it's so just naked to a dude who just signed the permissions. For raiding a fucking former president's well, house. And think of it. That's from before mm-hmm. the raid. Right. The letter. So, like, he sent that letter. We no, turned, the letter is after the raid. Sure. I'm pretty okay. sure. I thought it was before. Like, that was... He was, like, saying, like, hey, give us the fucking documents. Hey, yeah. look, one more time. Remember how we've asked for these documents 20 times? Mm-hmm. You said you don't have them. We know you have them. Right. Give them to us now. And then he sent the letter, and then he was like, okay, fucking, fucking send them down there and take that shit. And that's how I saw it, is like... Turned down the heat and he was like, 
Okay. <laughs> I'll turn the heat down. And basically, Trump is saying, like, I will turn the full force of MAGA against the FBI. And he was like, and we will fucking arrest them. And that's kind of what's been happening slowly. Well, and that's also and the, every time one turns, I'm like, eh, that felony, that's one less vote. for old That's people. also the other thing. And I don't think that, um, well, I don't know if this will come to a loggerheads or like meet each other where I see it meeting. But the the letter is obviously a less than ambiguous threat, right? Yeah. But what it's also saying in the subtext is I know that I control these fucking people. Yeah. And they will go fucking, they will ratchet up or ratchet down at my command. And so even though I'm doing it in this thinly veiled sense, I know that. Like, that's what it's saying. It's like, I know it, yeah. you know it. They'll do what I fucking tell them to do. And where that may or may not come into play uh, with the um, uh, the documents being seized and the raid on Mar-a-Lago. But where I do think that it might come into play to bite him in the ass, if anything ever does, yeah. um, is in the January 6th investigation now i don't know that they can cross pollinate and like make that whole thing work together but like with the january 6th thing we all watched trump do that on tv we've we've discussed that a lot on this show but like we watched him be like go in there and fight like hell and then with that investigation they're like oh he didn't know he said it he didn't know they were gonna do it you know what i mean but these threats right here, the subtext of them are him saying, like, yeah, I can make him yeah. go or stop at will, you know? And I think that, that that's worth visiting, you know what I mean? Or at least, at least taking into consideration. I don't know that that stands up in court, but common sense tells you what it is. Yeah. Well, you know? I, I still, it's like the death by a thousand cuts kind of thing on him right now because there's mm-hmm. um, you know five to seven different investigations going on there's still one open on his charity like there are still five to seven different investigations going on what's his name the wise something the his his guy and the coo or whatever oh CFO. weisselman weisselman, yeah, yeah. weisselman just, flipped just but... pled guilty mm-hmm. and has to flip as part of the net as he part has of to the testify. deal absolutely like it's he I, I can't see him running for president again and if he does which, like I said, it's even worse if he um, picks somebody. If he's like, vote for this guy. He's he's my guy, and it's a younger guy. Like, mm-hmm. if him and DeSantis worked together, you know, and he was promoting DeSantis as his guy with Don Jr. as vice president or some shit, that would scare mm-hmm. the fuck out of me. But, like, at this point, it's almost like Trumpism and MAGA in general. It, it's, it's a fucking Trump is a hula hoop. It's like it's, it was a fad, mm-hmm. and fads don't have staying power. And, like, it's slowly fizzling. It might not be. But it, it definitely doesn't seem as like overwhelmingly in your face you. as I'd it was. Super and they could wish. be keeping it down because January 6th shit, a lot of them don't want to stir trouble on the internet or they'll go to jail. So they can't or some shit. I don't okay, know. so now you're getting to a point that actually I have given a lot of thought to. And um, I don't want to say it gives me hope, but I don't. I don't think that the path that you're talking about actually works other than the fact that I think that them prosecuting Trump actually riles the base up more and the violence probably does happen. But the upside of that, pure speculation on my part here, but the upside of that is that the members of the Oath Keepers, the Proud Boys, and... Uh, some others that have, say, actual military training. The ones that made um, the January 6th riot actually a threat, you know what I mean? Not the fucking um, politicians or any of them. The goons, basically, the goons with actual abilities and um, skills and experience may or may not be uh, getting locked up. Like, a bunch of them 
yeah. are locked up now. Like they just like there's a few that got sentenced to like 10, 15 years. And so like those are your chief architects as and, far as like who that's the tip of the spear. As they there's say. eyes on them. Right. That's the main thing. Like they're not going to make any plans when they know that like there's eyes on them. The ones that can actually that a have the balls. The the dudes that you should actually the be scared of. Honestly, like the sheer stupidity to think that this ant can move this mountain. Well, no, see, because that, that's why I disagree with you. That the ones who are getting locked up. I'm not saying all of them, but some of them are dudes with military experience. And that have the concepts of, like, here are the weak points in the Colossus. Like, it's kind of like, you know, it's like in Roadhouse when you see the giant guy shows up and then Dalton kicks him in the knee. You know what I mean? Like, these are the guys we're talking about. These are the Dalton's. election stations. That's the big thing. Like, if they thought it out and someone was smart enough to, like, Cyber Analytica or whatever that shit, Cambridge Analytica. Cambridge Analytica. Their main thing was like, look, an American election can get thrown. We did the math. These five counties. Right. These five counties can flip these five states. That'll that'll take an election. Right. So we and then in these five counties, there's 400 voters that matter. Mm-hmm. So out of those 400, these 50 in each of these. So like, if they actually were like, and those people vote at these precincts. Right. So if something was to happen at these precincts to stop voting early in the day that whole state's fucked mm-hmm. and if something can continuously happen in like four or five of them they could actually stop a vote or stop an intake of blue votes right what they know are coming into a specific detroit place when they you know if they can stop detroit voting right you know it would pick up and something would happen and save it the next day but if it all happened at once it could fuck the night you know mm-hmm. that's something that could actually happen but they're going to be watching but that's another thing too is there's no election workers right now there ain't no garbage man there ain't no teachers there ain't we only got half enough police everywhere right but i don't that's a scary one if like who, right. who's supposed to react to this that's, civil war? and that the, the police they're on that side now they all quit right and so that's the scary part about it that it's you dismantle the system and it's like yes teachers are quitting so you would think like oh that will force Ron DeSantis's hand to behave in this other way but it's like no what's happening is that that in cahoots with there aren't poll workers there aren't like election workers that's chaos is what they're looking for as far as I can tell you know and so that's bad for anyone who wants just a stable functioning democracy to work and I've never been a person who's like yay let's make this democracy work but um now that I'm looking at it I'm like uh better buy more guns you know what I mean like and I'm not a gun guy either so that really fucks me up you know what I mean? I'm like, shit, I, God, do I got to become a gun guy now? No, like, because they're really, they're doing this. House in the mountains and some way to make some kind of asset that other people can't make. I know how to make moonshine and grow weed. So if I can get up in the mountains and do those two things in hiding so that I therefore have people at the bottom of the mountain protecting me. You because also I'm giving need, them those things. You also need to buy, uh, learn how to build strong fences. That would be... Uh, that would be a, a big thing is learn how to grow weed, make moonshine and strong fences and also learn how to shoot guns, bro, and, and, and buy them. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'd rather I'd rather find I like to give other people I, I like to have other people in a circle around me with them and then I just give those people things and they, they stand right, Well me we got a greenhouse, so if you know if you wanna and it's a bad neighborhood for it. <laughs> All right, changing lanes. Uh sorta. Yeah. Did you see the whole thing about uh, the chick being investigated, pretending to be a Rothschild at Mar-a-Lago? Uh, no. That shit is fucking hilarious. Wouldn't, would they, yeah, how, how would they feel about that? Wouldn't they be like, you're one of them Jews running the world? Or would they be like, come on in, rich person, we love elitists. Exactly. I think that they would be uh, devastatingly ambivalent. Uh, but again, I couldn't yeah. tell you. But she definitely got photographed playing golf okay. with... Uh, Trump and Lindsey Graham together. So um, she is apparently 
Yeah, what's her motivation? Is she a, an insane person or no, a writer, no. a journalist? Like, I don't think anyone knows yet. Con man? Uh, she hasn't been charged, as far as I know, with anything. Uh, and I'm listening to just a lot of news shit when they're talking about this. So, you know, look it up for yourself if you want to know. But um, she apparently, I think, is Ukrainian-born, Russian-speaking. But I think that's a very nebulous way to talk about anything. Yeah. Um, but that she came to america reinvented herself quite a while ago so i don't know that this necessarily means you know i did watch that show the americans so yeah. maybe this is part of a bigger plot i don't know wouldn't be the first and also there's that one chick that was with the nra and like got pretty far to the top in politics and then was russian spy and now she's like on the russian duma the, or whatever the she's nra like, as in the irish like no, national no no the, the national or, rifle IRA, association yeah, she oh, had like yeah, yeah. given she was somehow right. maria was something whatever there was a russian spy not like uh, like a black widow like red-headed russian lady coming yeah, in red to, sparrow. to work her way up the politics and then she got arrested sent back to russia and now mm -hmm. she's like a congressperson in russia in the duma and whatever there is that what their parliament is called the duma yeah or something like that yeah I like that. That sounds better. Um, like the Temple of Doom. But yeah, they... Uh, Hall of Doom. As far as I know, uh, she has not been charged with anything, but at least had as much access to Mar-a-Lago as in <clears throat> uh, driving in and out in her, you know, yeah, you nice bends. I figured just money would be like, that's it. Like, what, what do you need to get into Mar-a-Lago? Money. I'm pretty sure Trump is just standing there like, who wants to put money in that bowl to shake my hand? Right. And uh, I'll come talk for $10 more. And, you know, that was apparently the big part of why the DOJ was like, no, this requires a raid. Yeah. Is that people like that were going in and out of Mar-a-Lago. And that the classified papers were, you know, kept in a room that was like... Yeah, it's just down the hall in the basement. Yeah. It's like whatever. Like, you know. We are the new cleaning crew. We just here to do cleaning. We're not taking pictures of no documents. Yeah, hey, no, come on, guy. No cameras. Oh, come vacuums. on, bro. I'm, I'm just here to, to do job, eh? Um, but, you know, also there's the whole thing with the documents as far as the latest reporting, you know, is that, like, there's footage apparently of Trump going through the boxes himself. Oh. Which... I know I left the Twizzler in one of these boxes. It's kind of awesome. Where's my Twizzler, Don? What I feel Don like Junior, it's, come here. it's definitely like all of the evidence points to some Manchurian candidate shit. You know what I mean? But yeah. I personally am like. Now, somewhere Putin is like, you know, I was only going to forgive the loans if you got the documents. <laughs> I see in the papers you have lost the documents. Have you photocopied documents? Right. Like Trump himself is on a loan forgiveness uh, process. Yeah. Which, you know, and the classic, you know, that's the lock her up kind of thing. Like, you know, he accuses everyone Whatever they're of what mad he's at. doing. You know what I mean? No, I saw a post recently that was like, I've noticed that Republicans always seem to get caught doing whatever they were mad at last week. Now, you mix that with this QAnon shit, and I really think it's time to check all their basements. Yeah. I was like, ah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely, you know, whatever. But, but they, 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 it's like in boxing, they call it telegraphing. You know what I mean? You telegraph the punch you're going to throw. Yeah. And that's the whole thing that, to me, makes it just so... Kind of trippy and weird. That, I was like, scared as fuck when Trump came out being like, they're going to steal this election. And I was like, uh oh, right. uh oh, <laughs> they got a plan. They're yeah, going to steal they, this election and they're going to use mail in votes. And then not only that, that it's like. And you know, the Republicans were like, dude, shut up. We were going to steal the election using mail in votes, but now everybody's fucking watching. Fuck. And yeah. <laughs> How do you think you got elected, asshole? It's just they're, they lay it down up front. And. Now that would be hilarious if it was actually. I don't think like, that's a surprise. Russian anyone. spies somehow. Or why he got elected in the first place mm -hmm. were somehow like using mail-in ballots to get him in exactly what they described happening but then like somehow the, the the real cia spies that knew like kept whispering it to trump like hey you should say this say this out loud so they and then so they, they couldn't do it again because they were everybody was watching the polls because he said the democrats were going to do it that's for chess. i don't yeah, i don't think so Fucking, uh i've been really loving um 
And also, he's not on the news, so I'm not watching this. I'm not loving this as much as I could. But, like, Giuliani getting... Um, it's like it was announced like Giuliani has gone from a person of interest to the actual target of the investigation in Georgia. And, uh, you know, like him being a whole part of the previously announcing like, oh, if we don't win, they stole it. Like, and then when that becomes the playbook after the fact, I just don't see how any reasonable person what? can see that they laid the preface and then they're acting it out after the fact. Well, Lindsey Graham apparently has been doing this big back and forth. He's getting it too. With, with the DA. And I just finally read into all of that. And mm. I didn't know. Like, cause I always wondered, like, oh, I wonder what he did. Right. Well, here's what he did. He called Secretary of State and, like, two other people and were like, let me tell you how you find more votes. Yep. Basically was like, this is not my first rodeo. Mm -hmm. I know how to find the votes. Go and count the ones from these boxes. Like, he basically explained how to steal an election. And that's mm -hmm. what and the person apparently hung up the phone and was like, well, guess I got to call the FBI and straight up like ratted his ass. And it wasn't just one. It was like more than one person. So like right now when he's like, I don't see why I should have to answer any of your questions. They're like, I do declare well, so because of this and like, it's like, well, here I'll testify, but I don't want to answer any questions that they're asking. They're like, what? What the fuck do you even mean? No, you can't testify and not answer the questions. Right. That's and, not and, testifying. You and, can plead the fifth. Right, and there's the crux of it, absolutely. But, uh, you know, when he, the one, like, kind of famous quote, and I'm going to paraphrase just because I don't know what the exact quote was, but they were like, one reporter on the air was like, well, what would a senator from South Carolina be doing having any business calling the Secretary of State about the elections in Georgia. You have no business doing that. Like, what is that? And he was like, because freedom is on the line. And, you know, it was like, because American democracy is on the line. It's like, well, yeah, you're the one putting it in jeopardy yeah. with, with your, we heard what you were trying to do, you know? And now he's trying to use, I don't know, whatever the, the senatorial version of fucking uh, executive privilege is. Yeah. Did you see that whole thing? Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, well, when senators are doing their job, you're not allowed to ask them questions about it. And it's clearly bullshit. But which part of your fucking job is, is fucking stealing an election, asshole? Well, not only stealing an election, it's just like... Interfering in one. You I mean, are the senator from North, from South Carolina. Let's make this clear. Yeah. South yeah. Carolina. Yeah. Um, but, like, what business do you have talking to Georgia about their elections? Yeah. Because he's had experience in finding more Republican votes, and he was trying to share it with them so they would be able to find some more there. And I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, they have him, they have that conversation recorded, do they not? I don't know. Maybe. May, I'm sure. I mean, if not, you know, they have, he's got to stand, go to court and ha call the person who says he had that conversation a liar. He's, you know, because that person's going to go to court and say what the conversation was from yeah, his hand. and he's going. Do you think they're going to get him on the stand? Um, I think they'll get him in like a deposition. You know, they might get him in a room and record it. Grand jury will see it, but I don't know if it's like we'll, we'll see it publicly. That's very interesting. And that's the thing is they're going to keep them all busy. And Lindsey Graham, you don't see him on the TV yelling around as much or in the news like saying things or even oh. talking. The, I haven't. You don't see any of them really. McConnell's come out a couple times recently and been like, "Oh, we're fucked. No, <laughs> we're taking all the money out of Arizona because we can't win nothing." The only oh. the only shit I've seen all from fault. McConnell lately has been um, bad candidates. Yeah, like talking about like Herschel Walker, and, and then all Trump that came shit. at him and called him, said his wife was crazy, and they only exist to make money for China. And then he came, he just like, I'm not even going to respond to anything Trump says. Just yeah. He didn't even give a fuck. He's like, look, he'll be gone soon and I'll be dead. Right. Because here's the thing is that my take on Mitch McConnell is like an old Southern expression that I learned a while ago from living down here. Uh, was it they say that uh, you can you can shear a sheep from a life for a lifetime, but you can skin it only once. And that's 
that's who I think. If there's an analogy I can project onto Mitch McConnell, it's that. It's that he wants to push this Republican bullshit. Like the same way that we've talked about when Roe versus Wade got overturned, right? Like, I think that because McConnell was pushing that shit like crazy and no one had more uh, responsibility for all of the uber conservative right-wing judges getting onto the court and all that shit um, than he did. But I, it's it's uh, the thing we talked about, like when the dog catches the car and you don't know what the fuck to do with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think that McConnell... Graham and people like that have always been about um, ginning up the base off of these arguments and never solving that problem. Yep. It's like immigration, abortion, all these different uh, well, that's the thing is they're trying to get the powers. They don't give a fuck right. about the issue itself. No, not at all. They don't care about that at all. It makes them money. For people to be mad about that no, shit. But there's another level and, on top of it where it's because of the heirs of chemical corporations putting billions, you know, like they, they only, Republicans can only win when they've got that wind in their sails of the Coke money, mm -hmm. you know, and like I, I said before, when Trump got in office, like, like he's there for the tax cuts. Once yes. they get them tax cuts, they're fucking done and they are going to crumple up this fucking piece of trash and throw it away and move on. You know, and, and they have like the Coke network has already been like, well, this Trump shit ain't working. What's the next wave? Fuck. Right. Yeah. But the, the uh, big schools, we got to get in the schools and the big. But the big problem for them, though, is because since they had to jump on the Trump train and he's actually about yeah. being you know, authoritarian and all that shit. Well, that fucks their money up. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the thing is most corporations are inherently liberal in a weird way. Like they're conservative you know like when it comes to like control and they want things to stay the same like the idea of just the way that society has flip-flopped incredibly and has right. been on fire for the last four years no they're about not they're not liberal they're about they're about and and we've argued this they, right they're about a certain level of stability versus conflict so that they can play both sides of the fence but they need for this to be uh essentially a well, liberal democracy well, liberal in a way of like they don't care if you're gay they want your money right so you can be gay absolutely. the gay money spends great right spends we, better honestly. gay money spends. so like yeah absolutely. the corporations don't give a fuck about the cultural stuff right. on that tip except like hobby lobby right but controlled they'll by a person but right, it's got but a board the board is like they'll take the stand that makes the them road. the money at the time yeah that's why they supported kaepernick four years too late yeah. or they support the military when that's the thing you know or, all of oreo does a rainbow tweet for one right. month all of uh america america's version of democratic capitalism but that's what I'd they're about disney is one of the few people right now fucking standing up to fucking desantis like most of the world isn't you know most of florida isn't the democrats mm -hmm. in florida aren't disney is like nah and they're like he's i'll come at you and they're like go fucking ahead we're fucking come disney like we are Disney, we have TV networks. But I also, you know, I'm watching She-Hulk. I think what I'm, as you know, I I love watching my enemies fall. But at the same time, it just it's that's not the end of the story, and uh, that's not the outcome. Like watching fucking DeSantis get fucked, it would be awesome. Yeah, but. When Disney wins that fight, they're worse. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it's the same way where people are like really chomping at the bit for Trump to lose and get, you know, convicted and in whatever way he needs to get just fucked over. Uh, and I do. That shit uh, makes it, it makes me happy no, to that, like think that, that that's gonna happen. But that could end but, with President Cheney. But with a or yeah, President Liz Cheney or President DeSantis, and he both of those people understand how to use the mechanisms of power. And the wild shit is that when you remove uh, Trump's. Um, infantilized way of being his fucking uh 
just his self-absorbed machinations. You know what I mean? When you remove that, Liz Cheney voted for him like 90%. Oh, yeah. 97, I think, percent of the time. So it's just... Like, that's a much more terrifying person. Like, Dick Cheney is way scarier once Trumpism is in place, not Trump. Yeah. Like, Trump's a fucking idiot who proved that you can push the shit that far. And I'm not, like, inventing that idea by any means. Yeah. But, yeah, once you get... Well, it's like, you know, communism was one idea, but Stalin was a fucking other. Right. And anybody that understands history, like, you know, like just because something, you know, somebody started something, somebody else could take it over. Like, yeah, I'd say Scientology, even if you looked into it, like David Miscavige is allegedly, allegedly mm-hmm. total douchebag. I mean, so is fucking the other guy, but nowhere near as bad. People are, you know, scrubbing toilets with toothbrushes so they can hang out with Tom Cruise. Allegedly. Oh, okay. Can we get back to Tom Cruise as we used to always do? Uh, the tooth clops. Motherfuckers Making money Top Gun 2 is like The biggest movie That ever happened apparently It's a it's fine there. It's, it's a, a fine movie You it's, saw it? Oh yeah You went to the theater? I went to the theater to wow. see it. I went to the theater did At 11am to see it Was shit. there a volleyball scene Or did they make an equivalent? Yes, yes. They made it they There was not a volleyball But there was an equivalent Um, But Okay So A sauna scene If I'm just gonna Be real about this shit um, and stop me if I tread on any ground that I already have because, you know, I'm a repeater. But um, so, yeah, what I loved about the movie was it was done very well. They did the um, the things that were amazing about that movie. There's two things that you can never recreate about Top Gun. Well, no, there's one you can't recreate. There's one you can. But there's two parts that made the original Top Gun, just amazing and fantastic. The one part that you can recreate is uh, the action scenes in the fighter jets. Like, yo, it's not fucking CGI, bro. Like, that shit is crazy. Watching fighter jets that are moving at, like, literally, like, 600-plus miles an hour and then, like, doing all that crazy shit, that's wild as fuck, dude. That's super cool. Yeah. Um, but the other part that I really enjoy, and I'm sure other people don't, but, you know, to each his own, um, the 80s is so, it has such a lack of self-awareness. And it was so problematic that, you know, it Top Gun, as you've heard me talk about a lot, is the most uh, non-self-aware, homoerotic. It's gay porn for closet cases that are super macho. You know, not just the Navy, but Navy and jock douchebags, you know. At least 30% of that movie takes place with, like, shaved and lube dudes hanging out in a locker room in towels. There's the famous line where he's like, I don't, like, Iceman is like, I don't fuck with you, Maverick, because you're dangerous. And Maverick's like, and he bites at him. He's like, you're right, Maverick. I am dangerous. And it's just like... Even after Goose dies, you know, the, he's like, he approaches him wearing nothing but a towel that can barely qualify as a loincloth. And he's like, so sorry about Goose. We all loved him, you know. And there's 10 tons of just uber macho. The director was like, this, this is a great scene, guys. But we try it again in towels. Right. Like, again? Like, yeah, I, I just think that the emotion is going to come through better if you're half naked and steaming. Well, funny you should bring it up because the director is Tony Scott. And Tony Scott is the brother of Ridley Scott, director of Alien, the original, and a lot of other really classic movies. Yeah. Um, but so bringing it back to the new Top Gun is just to say that they did a really good job. And I'm not going to because I'm not you, Adam Strange. I'm not going to spoil it too much. Oh, 
But were there were there planes? <laughs> there were planes. Did they go fast and then some guys got emotional <laughs> about something and then it all worked out? In the end? But the heart and soul of the original Top Gun is Goose. You know, yeah, uh, it's, uh, yeah. It's the reason why, like, well, not the reason why, but it, it, you know, it, it meets this whole thing in the middle where, you know, the volleyball scene, as you brought up, yeah. is he's the only one wearing a shirt in the volleyball scene, and it's because he didn't have the build uh, in real life to, that you know. Cruise? No, Tom Cruise is Mav. Goose. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't. I didn't see the volleyball scene. Goose is fucking uh, homie from. Uh, no, I remember. From Revenge of the Nerds. Yep, yep. You know what I mean? Um, Modine. No, not Modine. No. Um, I know what you're talking about. Though. I can picture him. You know what I'm talking about. Normally, I would remember, yep. but I've been drinking. Um, so anyway, uh, fucking. You know, Goose is the heart and soul of that movie. Between the super high-octane action of the planes and the super macho fucking acting that teeters over into um, hyper-masculinity becoming the homosexuality that it is pretending to be against. You know what I mean? Like... Goose is the heart and soul. So they kind of recook the heart and soul, and Goose's son yeah. uh, is the star it's, of that. It's like a goose Easter egg. Yeah. He, oh, a goose. Oh, man. He, all right. Yes. He's, it's a goose egg. Absolutely. Um, and so it is still a dope movie, but, but it's kind of like an average dope movie. Yeah. It's a cool follow-up. It's You would never be able to follow the original Top Gun, because to me, what made it so dope is like, as I was saying, it was it was that it was so unconscious and unaware of its own homoeroticism, like that. That's what made it dope and hilarious. Yeah. Um, with in combination with the super sick action, uh, this one is made. With all the same dope ass action, but they are now hyper aware of the consciousness yeah. of everything that's going on. So all of the cast is um, like race and gender aware, and yo, I'm good with that. I like that. But it was the lack of self-awareness of the original Top Gun for me that made it really funny. And, like, it's the unintentional comedy. So the unintentional comedy is not there. So if that's what you're looking for, and now that we're into the movie critique thing that we do sometimes. uh, Yeah, there's no lack of self-awareness in the new one. It's just too... It's a good movie. It just lacks that Iceman, not just Mab and Goose, but remember Slider? I didn't see Top Gun. I you never, never, saw, no. you never saw the original? Yeah. Uh-uh. Oh my God, I've I really been just beating you over the head this whole time. Oh no, I, I've heard about it for years, you know, I'm fucking living in Right, America. but you never saw it. No, I had a lot of friends that were into fighter jets when I was like in the fifth, sixth grade. Like whenever oh, it, it was definitely because of Top Gun. And I was just not... You know, like I was just like, I don't, I don't fuck fighter jets. And to me, I had seen Officer and a Gentleman and didn't really like it. And so when I saw the ads for this That's movie. That's a good reason not I to was watch like, Top Gun. It looks like a lot, lot like that movie Mom was really into that was just fucking boring as fuck for me. So I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Because I watched Officer and Gentleman with my mom. She loved it. She was like, oh, this movie's so oh, I'm, No, my mom loved Officer, Officer and Gentleman too, for sure. But no, I, didn't. Uh, I, I wish I had known that before. I wouldn't have beat you over Oh, no. Like I said, that. it's fine. It's part of the fucking culture. Something this just from that. What the? When did the fucking term Easter egg start coming into the lexicon? Like, it's just a weird term for me. When like I'm watching a show, I'm watching like you dare, watch Daredevil or fucking Miss Marvel, and there's a poster from another superhero on the wall, and they're like, "Oh, it's an Easter egg." I'm like, "No, it's the fuck not. That's just that's just the fucking her wall." You know, it's it's a reference at best. Like if I'm that's, doing a rap well, lyric, all, if I'm doing a rap song means. and I have like one line where I kind of do a public enemy line, mm-hmm. but I don't, I just do it kind of similar to reference public. I'm just referencing it. I'm not like doing an Easter egg out there for public enemy. What does Easter egg even have to do with it? Like you found an egg and you opened it. Get the fuck out of here. That's that's just weird. Like I just I, I don't I don't like that term. It doesn't make any sense to me. 
Why, why even involve Easter? It's not, it's not an Easter egg. It's just like a, just a reference. All right, well, okay. Or especially when it's connected movies, like the MCU. You're like, no, no, it's just one world. Like, just because Iron Man is in the background in Spider-Man, that's not a fucking Easter egg. They live in the same fucking world. Ah, it's like a head little wompy womp to be like, do you get this reference? No, recently, this isn't spoiling anything, She-Hawk is reading the news on the show, and there's mm-hmm. a little, if you, if you freeze frame and you read the whole page, in mm-hmm. the bottom right corner it says, man with metal claws involved in bar fight. Yeah. So they're like, Wolverine now exists in this world. Right. But that's an Easter egg to them. And I'm it's like, a, it's an Easter egg, but it's like, that's just. How's that not an Easter egg? Did, why? How is it an Easter egg? Did I have to First open of all, you I just. I guess pausing would be opening it. Yeah, but it pause, just seems it's like, hidden. It's hidden. It's just like, it, this is, it's one big story and it's just another part it of is, the plot. It is know? a hidden hint. Yeah. I didn't know that this. That references things yet to come if anybody how is that not an easter egg when when they were making the young ones the tv show british show young ones deep reference if you ever watch it they didn't tell the cast this and nobody knew there was a fifth housemate like four of them lived together but while the directors and the cinema guys were making the show they had this girl would just sit in a back corner and their explanation was they had a party once and she never left so she's just always they, and they, the cast didn't pay attention that this girl would walk in and just sit in the corner while they were filming. Mm. And their idea was if they ever made it to videotape and somebody watched all the shows, they'd be like, hey, that person's been there the entire series. And there's just this person just kind of slumped story. over and her hair's on her face. But like there was a fifth cast and it's like a, you know, like a, and I guess that could be, it just seems weird to call it an Easter egg. Why? I don't know. Why is that weird? It's like a hidden plot point And it's a cool idea of like, the yes, idea you hidden put a thing plot in your, point by definition. You. So you obviously I don't never see celebrated Easter. Easter. Yeah. You know, I guess you got to look for the Easter eggs. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, you hide eggs. And there's little prizes in them where you, when you find them. And what does that have to do with Jesus? No, that's exactly like there's a whole hacky line of comedy that's about like, oh, yeah, Jesus I just feel Easter. that we're really doing a disservice to the Muslims and the Jews when it comes to pop culture with this one. We not have alienated just, not them. Not just this, bro. Like, Muslims and Jews don't get representation. I would like to cite uh, the But Miss Marvel episode. had Easter eggs. Shouldn't they have been like <coughs> Ramadan cookies or something? It, or fortune cookies or something. I don't know. She was Muslim. No, you're not. Right, but you're not supposed to eat in Ramadan. So I don't well, at the end, they have little treats. All right, but... I don't know. I, I don't. I'm, I'm unfamiliar with the culture because pop culture has been feeding me right, too much. Right, and Easter. you're you're. <laughs> All right, that's facts and that's fair. Um, you want to end on Easter eggs because I could argue with you, but I've been out of gas for a minute. You want to go? Um, no. All right, I am uh, your host, Valio Iglesias, Punani Franco, uh, the subwoofer drug pusher, MC Onion, the rap scallion. Archduke Depeche Mode von Luftballons, Elon Muscular, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie, and you have been rocking with the worst, with my mellow, my man, Adam Strange, a.k.a. Tooth Willis, Forrest Gums, the Vice Count, Dirty Finger. What, what? And, uh, yeah. You've been rocking with the worst because two wrongs don't make a right, but three wrongs definitely make a worst.
smash this. Mm. 